السلام عليك زين الأنبياء السلام عليك بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين الحمد لله It is a blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah sent to us His Messenger to be to guide us in every aspect of our lives and it is the the, the life of the prophet وسلم, that is the the explanation of true guidance and throughout the life of the prophet وسلم, he constantly commanded us to make ta'arrub to avail ourselves to the auspicious occasions and the the amazing opportunities to seek the mercy and the special gifts from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we find ourselves on the anniversary of one of those occasions which is the Isra and the Mi'raj which occurred in Rajab and it is on this journey where the Prophet is shown many unseen realities many uh, subtle very intricate beautiful points of, that we can benefit and reflect on in order for us to follow f uh, more fervently on the steps of the Prophet uh, in this journey of the Isra, the Prophet ﷺ is taken by Jibreel ﷺ through uh, on a journey in which he sees different types of people. And he sees the results of their deeds, either good or bad. And it's this point that we must really reflect on. That even though we may not see it, that every deed that we do has an effect on our hearts. And every single deed, whether it's good or whether it's bad, has some sort of ta'thir, has an effect on the heart, either in purifying it and in illuminating it, or in, in soiling it and, and darkening it, or even killing it. May Allah save us from that. So the Prophet ﷺ, as he's journeying, he, he sees a group of people. Right? And he says, لَهُمْ أَذْفَارٌ مِنْ نُحَاسٍ That they have uh, nails like claws from iron. That they are clawing at their faces and their chests. Right? So the Prophet ﷺ, out of his etiquette with Jibril, he said, Who are those people, O Jibril? And Jibril said, That they are the people who, who, are, uh, who are speaking badly about other people, who are eating the flesh of other people. Right? As we know, that backbiting is is given the, sem the semblance of eating the flesh of your dead brother in the Qur'an right? and they are attacking the honor of others right? so we see that the, the sin of speaking bad about someone the sin of defaming someone's character that in this world is very easy to neglect the repercussions for that sin because you, it, there's no immediate outward uh, repercussions that are there in order for one to be wary of doing it Right? But the repercussions are there in the heart. And the reality of the next life is that that which is in the hearts and that which is a hidden reality becomes manifest in the outward, in apparent, tangible, perceptible world. So the reality of these people is that they will be clawing at their own skin, at their own faces, and at their own uh, bodies. Right? Because of the, that was the result that happened in their hearts and manifest on the Day of Judgment. Right? And the Prophet ﷺ warned us about speaking, right? warned us to watch out for our tongue. And he said ﷺ, that the, the faith of any slave is not going to be upright unless their, their heart is upright. And their heart will not be upright unless their tongue is upright. 
later on the Prophet he passes by he passes by a hole, a small hole and coming from that hole is a large animal then the animal is trying to go back into the hole and then uh, and it's not able to do so so the Prophet said, what is, what is up with this, O Jibreel? You see an animal coming out of a small hole and then trying to squeeze itself back in, but it's, it cannot do so. Who is this, O Jibreel? Right, the Prophet was told, that this is a person from your nation. And he said a statement of tremendous, uh, of tremendous import, right, of tremendous consequence. And then they're re remorseful for doing so, right? right? But that remorse is not sufficient enough for them to be able to take it back, right? Remorse after the action, right, does not say, does not repel the happening of that action in, in retrospect, right? So this person right, is given the, the similarity of that animal who came out of the small hole but cannot go back in. So once you say that word, you cannot take it back. Right, so this, these are examples from the Prophet ﷺ to be careful of what we speak about. Right, to be very careful about what we speak about. Because sins between a slave and Allah ﷻ, the basis of them is mercy. That Allah is the most merciful. But sins that have to do with the rights of other people, the basis of them is justice. And we have to, we, we ask Allah to, to forgive us for what has, has transpired. And to protect us from these things and, and that which is to come. And along this journey, the Prophet ﷺ, he has also shown the results of the beautiful actions of his ummah as well. Right? So we see the example of the the uh, of Asya, the the wife of Fir'aun. Right? And the Prophet ﷺ, he is traveling with Jibril ﷺ, and he smells a beautiful fragrance, like the fragrance of paradise. And he asks Jibril that what is what is this fragrance? And he, and Jibril ﷺ answers that this is the this is the fragrance from the comb of the daughter of Fir'aun. And the story goes that Asiya, one of the, the four women who the Prophet said had perfect faith, that she was combing the, the hair of the daughter of Fir'aun and she dropped the comb. And when she dropped the comb, she said, Bismillah wa ta'isa Fir'aun, in the name of Allah, and may Fir'aun perish. So the daughter, she heard this and said, that, do you have any Lord besides my, my father? And she said, Bismillah. Right? So she said, Naam, yes. Rabbi wa rabbuka wa rabbu abika, Allah. My Lord and your Lord and the Lord of your father is Allah. So the, the daughter said, Afa ukhbiru abi? Right? Should I then tell my father what you just said? Right? I asked her, she said, Naam, yes, tell him. Right? So, Look at, look at the, the absolute thabat, the firmness in faith, the conviction that this woman has. So once Fir'aun is told, right, he, get, he, he mentions to her the consequences of her actions if she does not return from what she said, if she does not take back what she said. And she stayed firm on her faith. And she said to Fir'aun the same thing she said to the daughter, that my Lord and your Lord and the Lord of everyone is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And because of this, Fir'aun, he... he, he fills a vessel with oil and, and boils the oil and then he threatens to throw in her children and her family one by one before her so that she can witness this uh, uh, in ex uh, unless she turns away from her religion 
And she said no. And she stayed firm on her religion. And he's, I mean, Fir'aun had one child thrown in, and then the next child. And when it came to the final child, the riqqa, the softness of the mother's heart for the child was stirred up. And the, the mother started to feel remorse for the situation. Right? But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspired the child to speak. Right? And he said to the, and the child said to the mother, right, fall in the fire, no problem, but don't, don't delay. Right? Don't, don't, don't seek to, to be saved from this outward punishment. Right? Fall in, but don't delay. Because you are on the truth. So Fir'aun threw the baby in, right, and then threw the mother in, and the Prophet ﷺ is shown on the Isra, the smell of that comb which started this story, right, as a, as, a, as a signifier of the beautiful faith and the absolute certainty for this woman's actions in this world. Now those actions, the outward, the outward results of those actions were not necessarily visible right, at that moment, but they are manifest uh, on the Day of Judgment and shown to the Prophet and related to us through the Prophet so that, to, so that we understand the great importance of that type of action, that faith, that conviction, and that we can follow these types of people. Right? And ultimately, the leader of all these types of people, the leader of pe the people of conviction is the Prophet So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in these great days, in this blessed month, the sacred month, that we, uh, that we are blessed to be able to take advantage of this time and to be able to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in, in a, such a way that we avail ourselves of His special mercies that He gives in these times and that we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us in Rajab and Sha'ban and to allow us to reach Ramadan in the best of states.